Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 634, How to Give Feedback, by Seth Godin of seths.blog. And I'm Dan, welcome to this episode of Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you from some great entrepreneurial blogs. And I'm gonna keep the intro nice and short for this Sunday edition, so let's get right to our post for today as we optimize your life. How to Give Feedback, by Seth Godin of seths.blog. Blog readers are far more likely to be asked for their input than the average employee. You're frequently required to approve, improve, and adjust things that are about to become real. And yet, if you're like most people, you're pretty bad at it. In the interest of promoting your career, making your day at work more fun, improving the work life of your colleagues, and generally making my life a whole lot better, I'd like to give you some feedback on giving feedback. As usual, the ideas are simple. It's doing them that's tricky. The first rule of great feedback is this. No one cares about your opinion. I don't want to know how you feel, nor do I care if you would buy it, recommend it, or use it. You are not my market. You are not my focus group. What I want instead of your opinion is your analysis. It does me no good to hear you say, I'd never pick that box up. You can add a great deal of value though if you say, the last three products that succeeded were priced under $30. Is there a reason you want to price this at 31? Or, we analyzed this market last year and we don't believe there's enough room for us to compete. Take a look at this spreadsheet. Or even, that font seems hard to read. Is there a way to do a quick test to see if a different font works better for our audience? Analysis is a lot harder than opinion because everyone is entitled to his or her own taste, regardless of how skewed it might be. A faulty analysis, however, is easy to dismantle. But even though it's scary to contribute your analysis to a colleague's proposal, it's still absolutely necessary. The second rule, say the right thing at the right time. If you're asked to comment on a first draft proposal that will eventually wind its way to the chairman's office, this is not the time to point out that a lot is two words, not one. Copy editing the document is best done just once, at the end, by a professional. While it may feel as if you're contributing something by making comments about currently trivial details, you're not. Instead, try to figure out what sort of feedback will have the most positive effect on the final outcome and contribute it now. Far worse, of course, than the prematurely picky comment is the way-too-late deal-breaker remark. If I've built a detailed plan for a new factory in Hoboken, New Jersey, and negotiated all the variances and integrated the existing landscaping, the time to tell me you were thinking of relocating the plant to Secaucus was six months ago, not the night before the groundbreaking. The third rule? If you have something nice to say, please say it. 
I've been working with someone for about a year, and in that entire time, he's never once prefaced his feedback with, this was a really terrific piece of work, or wow, this is one of the best ideas I've heard in a while. Pointing out the parts you liked best is much more than sugarcoating. Doing so serves several purposes. First, it puts you on the same side of the table as me, making it more likely that your constructive criticism will actually be implemented. If you can start by seeing the project through my eyes, you're more likely to analyze, there's that word again, the situation in a way that helps me reach my goals. I think it's great that you want to get our quality ratings up. Let's see whether the added people you say this initiative requires are really necessary and whether beginning your report with staffing needs is the best way to get this past senior management. Second, it makes it so much more likely that I will come to you for feedback in the future. It's easy to interpret the absence of positive feedback as the absence of any sort of approval or enthusiasm. Finally, being nice to people is fun. If I haven't intimidated you with my other rules, here's the last one. Give me feedback no matter what. It doesn't matter if I ignored your feedback last time. Maybe that's because you gave me your opinion, not an analysis. It doesn't matter if you're afraid your analysis might ultimately be a little shaky. It doesn't matter if you're the least powerful person in the room. What matters is that you're smart. You understand something about the organization, the industry, and the market. And your analysis, at the very least, could be the kernel of an idea that starts me down a totally different path. You just listened to the post titled How to Give Feedback by Seth Godin of seths.blog. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Big thanks to Seth, who is a super popular writer, and you've heard him here on the show before if you're a regular listener. He has 19 best-selling books. He's also the creator of Alt-MBA, which is an online leadership and management workshop. Alt-MBA uses digital tools to engage with small groups of 120 students in an intense four-week process. It's been going on now since 2015 and has transformed the lives of more than 4,500 people in more than 70 countries. And a little more about Seth, he has been writing daily on his blog for over a decade now. More than 60,000 people have taken his online courses and he's got five TED Talks. So his site is definitely worth your time to check out. Uh, He's got a lot to offer. You can find his blog, of course, which is pretty massive after all these years and also his books, podcasts, speaking, and so much more. And again, it's all at seths.blog. Okay, I think that does it for today. That wraps up uh, the weekend here on Optimal Startup Daily, if you're listening in real time. Thank you so much for being a subscriber and uh, being here with me each and every day. And I'll be back with you tomorrow for the Monday show, where your optimal life awaits.